grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Did you ever think that you knew someone really well only to find out that you really didn't know them at all? You took one of those questionnaires on how well do you know this person and you failed every single question. What's their favorite color? You couldn't name it. What would be their dream job? You couldn't remember. What did they want to be when they grow up? You never could answer it. As much as you thought you knew that person, maybe you really didn't. Well, today, as we reflect on our Old Testament lesson from Jeremiah chapter 1, we reflect on what does it mean to truly know someone, or more importantly, what does it mean when we say that God knows someone? We begin by going back to verse 5 of our reading this evening. God says to Jeremiah, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Before you were born in the, formed in the womb, I knew you. God knew Jeremiah, which isn't just a knowing in the sense of he knew a bunch of facts or a bunch of trivial questions about Jeremiah's likes and dislikes. Rather, the Hebrew word that's used here for when God knows Jeremiah is much deeper than that. For God to know Jeremiah is the deepest, most intimate, personal knowing that there could ever be. It's this all-encompassing, so lovingly knowing Jeremiah. He knows him better than anyone else, better than even Jeremiah knows himself. And God says that this knowledge he has of Jeremiah has existed since before he was born. No, before he was even formed in the womb. Since before Jeremiah was even formed in the womb, God knew him. Since before he was formed in the womb, God had a purpose, and God was providing for him. It goes back even further than our human minds can begin to understand how all-encompassing God's knowledge is of Jeremiah. But God didn't just know Jeremiah. He was actually the one who formed Jeremiah. Again, it says, before I formed you in the womb. I, I, the Lord your God, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. God is the one who formed him. God, who is the creator of all things in this world, is the one who created Jeremiah out of love and mercy and grace. And this is the word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah. The word that came to him to give him hope. And to assure Jeremiah that he has value. Because those are two things that Jeremiah very much needed to hear as he received his call into the prophetic ministry. Because to put it bluntly, the situation in the land around Jeremiah at the time of his call into the prophetic ministry was bleak. It was horrible. Idolatry was running rampant throughout the land. People were lifting up high places and altars to Baals, to these false gods. They were worshiping carved and metal images, burning incense to these false gods as if that would do something for them. 
And among those false gods, the people were worshiping Asherah, who amongst the many false gods that they went to was considered one of the chief goddesses of the Canaanite religion. But even worse than that, their worship to this false god involved horrific sexual acts, as if that could do something for them. But likely the situation wasn't one that Jeremiah had just seen with his eyes. It was one that he likely had heard with his ears too. Because as scripture tells us, Jeremiah was the son of Hilkiah, one of the priests. Which means he likely was trained up in the scriptures. Having heard the scriptures, the words of the prophets who came before him. So likely Jeremiah had a pretty good picture of what the life of a prophet would look like. A life full of opposition and frustration and suffering. And all those details would manifest themselves later on in his life. We can look later on in the book of Jeremiah and see that that's exactly what he experienced. Horrible opposition from political and religious leaders of the time. Of course, the political leaders rejected him. He was there preaching and proclaiming a message completely opposite what the kings would say at that time. But even the religious leaders, even the religious leaders had him arrested and beaten and banned from the temple. Needless to say, this was no small task that God was calling Jeremiah to do. A task that surely would have much opposition and frustration and suffering. A task that would in ultimate try to pull him away so many different ways from his God. So many different things along this way that would pull him away from his hope. Which is why then God goes on to give him more words of hope. God says to him later on, he says, I am with you to deliver you. And then yet again, God says, I have put my words in your mouth. And yet one more time, God says, they, your enemies, they shall not prevail against you, for I am with you. I am with you to deliver you. Not only did God know Jeremiah, he knew him since before he formed him, but he continued to know Jeremiah with that all-encompassing, personal, so intimate knowledge of Jeremiah to give him hope and to assure him that he is valuable in the eyes of the Lord. And this is the same hope and value that God has for you, that God has for all his people. Because ultimately, these words that are written here to Jeremiah can be read, written and spoken to you as well. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And the beautiful part is, this is not the only part of Scripture that attests to such a gospel message. You turn to Psalm 139, the psalmist writes, For you, you God, you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. God is the one who formed you, who knitted you together, created you out of his love and mercy for you. And that ought to give you hope. But on top of that, that gives you value. 
to know that you are precious in his sight, that each and every one of you are valuable to God, that he loves you so much he chose to create you. And so it doesn't matter what the world says. It doesn't matter what the world will try to make you think and feel. Each and every one of you are valuable in the eyes of the Lord. And because we know that's the value that God has for you, that's the same value he has for every single person in this world. Which means that this weekend as we celebrate Life Sunday and Life Saturday, we must also acknowledge that, that there are brothers and sisters in Christ who are right here in the midst of our faith family at St. Paul's who have lost loved ones before they were even born. They were given the life of a child and yet that child was tragically lost before he or she could be born. And although there's nothing we can say to explain it, nothing we can truly say to understand it, the why, what we can say is God knew that child. God knew him or her before he or she was ever born, before he or she was even formed. And he knows them still today. And they too get to rest in the hope that they will join all of us together, the saints in Jesus Christ, in that eternal heavenly reunion one day. And so to say that God knew you is to speak a word of hope. A word of hope amid the horrible tragedies of this world. But also a word of hope to each and every one of us who still live in this world today. This world that is still very much full of opposition, frustration, and suffering. So many views and stances in this world that are completely opposite of what God would teach and have us to believe. The fact that, 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 fact that this world promotes taking away the life of a child before he or she is born, as we've seen all too clearly in the last few weeks in the news. The fact that this world we live in creates TV shows and Netflix series that, that not only sensationalize, but also glorify taking one's own life. And even a world that endorses taking someone's life unnaturally because they're advanced, in years. But if that's not enough, we live in a world that continually tries to tell us that we're not good enough, that we are not truly that valuable, that we're not good enough because we don't measure up to the world's standards. We're not who the world wants us to be or doing what the world wants us to do. The world tries to pull us away, making us thinking that we don't really have any value at all. But take heart to know who you are. More importantly, know whose you are, that you are God's, that he has known you since before he formed you in the womb, that he knows you today, and that he will know you eternally forever and ever. So knowing that you are God's, and that this life that we have is a gift from him, we ought to do all we can to protect this life to nurture our bodies, to take care of them as the true temples of the Holy Spirit that they are, to be careful of what we put into them, not just through our mouths, but through our eyes and ears, and to do everything we can to protect our bodies from physical harm, and then to live our lives daily, 
to honor and glorify God with the lives that we've been given. Truly a gift from God himself. A gift that we should do well to steward like all the other gifts we've been given. Well, my brothers and sisters in Christ, I have one more word of hope for you today. Even when your life here on this world should come to an end, because all of our lives will one day, you still have life. You have life eternal with the heavenly Father and Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit one together. Because this weekend in our 1045 services tomorrow, we'll be celebrating all the baptisms that have happened right here at St. Paul's in the last year. But that's not just an opportunity that'll happen tomorrow, an opportunity to only recognize those baptisms, but it's an opportunity for all of us to recognize and celebrate our baptism. That through holy baptism, God has given you his gifts. The gift of faith, which allows you to cling on and hold on to the gift of his son, Jesus Christ, and the sacrificial work he's done for you, which then gives you the gift of eternal life. So God says to you today, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. He knew you then, he knows you today, and he'll know you forever. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.